975 The Fanatic. Now, Philadelphia 76ers All Access. We are getting ready for NBA Hoops. This is your home for Sixers basketball. 975 The Fanatic. What's up, everybody? The Sixers are back in action tonight. Connor Thomas live with you, and the Sixers are in Cleveland tonight, taking on the Cavaliers. The Sixers, who sit at 31-21 and 21 on the season. And, my goodness, if you have kept track of what's going on around the NBA right now, as we will do a little bit later on in this show, you would know that the Cleveland Cavaliers are on an absolute heater right now. Rocket Mortgage Field House is going to be the setting for what the Cleveland Cavaliers are hoping will be their 10th win in a row. I mean, they're playing unbelievable basketball right now. We're going to tell you more about that as we get you ready for tip-off. Tip-off comes your way at 7 p.m. You're going to be able to hear all the action right here on 97.5 The Fanatic. Tom McGinnis on the call. Matt Murphy with a little pregame lead into that call. And there's going to be Plenty of stuff to learn about the Sixers tonight. Because while injuries continue to be a problem, since trading for Buddy Heald and Cameron Payne, you haven't really played a playoff caliber opponent. One of those teams that you're going to have to see down the stretch if you expect the Sixers to make a deep playoff run if they get healthy. A lot of stuff needs to break their way to make sure they're in position to do that. But I'm very interested to hear what Buddy Heald and Campaign are able to do in their first action against a quality opponent as members of the Philadelphia 76ers. And they're going to have to play a big role in this one, considering how many players are out once again for the Sixers. So uh, it's going to be a short-handed effort again. We've seen this before for the Sixers. Actually, we've seen this almost exclusively for the past month, it feels like, that the Sixers have been without their full complement of players, even if you take out the Joel Embiid knee injury, which we know is the story of the season so far here in Philadelphia. But, yeah, Cleveland brings a very unique challenge to the Philadelphia 76ers in that you're in a bad stretch of your season, and they're in the best stretch of their season. So, with all that potentially in store for tonight, or definitely in store for tonight, but we don't know exactly how it's going to play out, uh, let's set the table for tonight's matchup. Setting the table, 97.5 The Fanatic and 97.5TheFanatic.com. So the Sixers are crawling their way towards the All-Star break. They only have tonight's contest and a Wednesday night matchup with the Miami Heat. And then they will graciously be granted a little bit of an off period while Tyrese Maxey heads to the All-Star game and the rest of the Sixers try and get healthy. And that's the goal, right? Make it to the All-Star break. Try and survive somehow. Tread water. Well, you've only got two more games to do it. The reinforcements from the trade deadline have been helpful. But tonight's going to be, like I brought up already, a much higher quality of opposition. The Cleveland Cavaliers have been playing unbelievable basketball lately. Donovan Mitchell leading the way for them. And it's going to be tough for the Sixers to compete with how many players are out. But, again... You get to learn new things about this team tonight. Did the players that you acquired ahead of the trade deadline make enough of a difference when you hear what they do against the Cleveland Cavaliers? 
Are you going to notice Buddy Heald? Are you going to notice campaign? Are they going to play like they did against the Wizards this weekend where they made an impact to the positive and helped the Sixers win a game? Or are the Cavaliers going to be simply too much for the shorthanded Sixers? That's going to be one of the big table settings for tonight's game. And also, I talked about the Cavs' nine-game winning streak. They've been the hottest team in basketball for a while now. They're the two-seed in the East solo. They've jumped Milwaukee in that category. And Donovan Mitchell has been the one completely carrying them there. He was just named Eastern Conference Player of the Week. And he's got a nice set of players alongside him that make differences in games night in and night out. They're balanced. They're dangerous. And it's going to be a good test for the Sixers in spite of them not having their full roster available. So that's what you have in store tonight when it comes to the Sixers matchup with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Perfectly timed. Earlier today, Daryl Morey, who you may have heard of, he's the president of basketball operations for the Sixers. And yes, he is the one in charge of these roster moves and deciding what happened at the trade deadline. Still working on what's happening post-trade deadline as we are in the veteran buyout period. And side note on that, by the way, Kyle Lowry, who is going to be on his way out of Charlotte and to the Sixers, per reports. He's not officially been signed yet, so you won't have him in action tonight for the Sixers. So you still have a couple roster spots open. And that will come in time. Maybe it'll come Wednesday against Miami. Maybe it'll be post-All-Star break. Uh, Reinforcements are coming. You just have to kind of live through this period. But again, Daryl Morey is the guy who's in charge of all of that. And he joined the John Kincaid show earlier this morning for a very interesting interview dealing with what's next for the Sixers, why the trades that were done ahead of the deadline were done, and the fashion that the moves were made in. Basically, everything you want to know about what happened with the Sixers in the NBA's biggest roster move period right before the trade deadline, Daryl Morey has answers for. And this is something, we're going to play that full interview for you coming up in the next segment. So you can hear, or not the full rather, but a a good portion of that interview. But I want you to hear this answer because this is something in the dark days of the season that I want you to hold on to. Think to yourself if you agree with this while you're hearing it. But if you do buy into this, it's that glimmer of hope that maybe all the stuff the Sixers are going through with injuries right now, when they come out on the other side of it, they'll be just fine. So this is what Daryl Morey had to say to John Cade and the guys on the John Cade show earlier this morning in an exclusive interview with the Fanatic. I think you just given how the Celtics are playing, I think you have to go in saying they're the they're the favorite. Uh, but after the Celtics, you know, we we feel like we are better than everyone uh, in the East, uh, fully healthy. Better than everyone in the East, fully healthy. That would include the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are the two seed, who you see tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks currently in the three seed who are a very good team with a championship pedigree already. Now, a head coach that we're familiar with here that might not get the most out of that team, but still a very talented roster with Dame and Giannis. I mean, you've seen the Indiana Pacers give some really good teams trouble. Uh, Played in the in-season tournament championship against the Lakers. Like, Tyrese Halliburton's a monster. Uh, There are some good teams in the East. Daryl Morey believes that the Sixers, when fully healthy, that's the important thing, because... Who knows when they'll be fully healthy again. But when fully healthy are the second-best team in the East behind the Celtics and 
if you're the second best team, but you have the best player, and make no mistake, if Joel Embiid is able to be 100% healthy for the postseason, he is the best player in the association. That's the only thing we can assume until we see him play again, see what type of rust he has from the time that he misses or when he comes back and the shape he'll be in. That's some positivity from the Sixers president of basketball operations. And he had more to explain on that. Again, we'll play you a large portion of that interview coming up in the next segment in case you missed it earlier today. Tonight, though, the only opponent, it's not Boston, it's not Milwaukee. No, you're focused on the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team in second place in your conference, and it's going to be a game laden with some very interesting storylines. So let's get to the key storylines for tonight's contest. 76ers All-Access Key Storylines, 97.5 The Fanatic and 97.5thefanatic.com. Ah, stop me if you've heard this one before. The injury report is still under the microscope for the Philadelphia 76ers as they continue to try and find elusive health. They're getting there. They're getting closer. You can tell that little by little, this team is starting to come back from the injuries that ail the individual players. But it's going to be another mismatch starting lineup tonight for Nick Nurse's squad. Tobias Harris was originally listed as questionable. He has been ruled out for tonight's game against the Cavaliers. He joins Nico Batum, DeAnthony Melton, and Joel Embiid as regularly starting players for the Philadelphia 76ers that will not be available in this contest. That's four of your usual starting five that will not play in this game. That's not great. Robert Covington is also out. Now, he's been out for a while now. Continues to be. He'll be reevaluated at some point in the future. But, my goodness, it's going to be a tough time once again for Nick Nurse to figure out exactly how to set up his team for potential success. Also, I mentioned it earlier, but just again, Kyle Lowry, he's not officially under contract with the Sixers. He has not yet joined the team, so he is not playing tonight. Uh, I know some people might have seen the news over the weekend that Kyle Lowry was agreeing to a buyout and coming to Philly. He'll be here, but we don't know exactly when, and the paperwork still needs to get done. So another shorthanded night for the Philadelphia 76ers. The key storyline for the Cavs is how do they keep this streak going? Nine straight wins. Donovan Mitchell, Eastern Conference Player of the Week, uh, was uh, announced today, and my goodness, they are just on absolute fire. He averaged 27 points, actually over 27 points, almost five rebounds and five assists even per game over the past week. And they also have four other players on their roster averaging 14-plus points per game. I mean, staying hot's going to be their focus, and there is nothing to say that they're slowing down any time soon there in Cleveland. So if the Sixers can knock them off, this would be a win worth celebrating. If they don't, well kind of understand it with how hot the Cavs are and how injury-laden the Sixers are. But that's something that Nick Nurse and the Sixers players themselves will have to contend with tonight on the floor up there at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And we'll have the call for you right here on 97.5 The Fanatic. Tip comes your way at 7 p.m. with Tom McGinnis on the call. Matt Murphy will have the vignette. He'll do the lead-in, the halftime. You hear Murphy, you hear Tom McGinnis on these airwaves all the time for Sixers games. And You'll hear some of the best in the business again tonight, and we're taking you up to that with the Philadelphia 76ers all-access show. Coming up on the other side, we will play that Daryl Morey interview for you, a snippet of it, about eight minutes worth. So you're going to get a good look into or a listen into the mindset 
of the head of the Sixers basketball operations in Daryl Morey. So you'll get to hear that. And we'll also take a look around the NBA, some stuff you might have missed on Super Bowl Sunday, and try and give out some keys to victory to a team that could really use it in the shorthanded Sixers. So a lot more to get into. I'm Connor Thomas. This is Philadelphia 76ers All Access. We're back after this here on 97.5 The Fanatic. 97.5 The Fanatic. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. 97.5 The Fanatic. Getting ready for tip-off. 76ers All Access. 97.5 The Fanatic and 97.5TheFanatic.com. Max in a heel. Five to shoot. Buddy Heel with Kuzma on him. Backs up. Fires for three. It's in! Buddy Heel knocking a three down. And the 76ers go up by six. Heel with four threes in the game. Sixers lead 108-102. That was from this weekend's matchup with the Washington Wizards. And yes, the Sixers found their way to a win. Thanks a lot to Buddy Heald, one of the newest members of your Philadelphia 76ers. Tyrese Maxey also had an excellent game. The good news is both Heald and Maxey will play in tonight's contest. The bad news is that four of your usual starting five will not. Embiid, Batum, Melton, And then we found out just a little bit ago, Tobias Harris, all inactive for tonight's contest. And Kyle Lowry, who people are wondering, well, when's he going to play for the Sixers? He hasn't officially been signed by the team yet, so he also clearly cannot play for the Philadelphia 76ers until he is under actual contract with the team. So they'll work that out in time. He will not play tonight for the Sixers as well. So a shorthanded team. And that's something the Sixers have gotten used to over the past month. We'll take on the Cleveland Cavaliers up there in Cleveland. The mistake by the lake, as they call it. But uh, they haven't been making a lot of mistakes lately. They're on a nine-game winning streak, and they're going to be a tough matchup for your 76ers tonight. What's never tough is having a very interesting talk with Daryl Morey. The guy is an interesting dude who has a lot of thoughts about basketball, the way to operate a franchise, from a personnel perspective, and he's put those thoughts into practice here in Philadelphia during his time as president of basketball operations for the Sixers. This trade deadline, another interesting one for Daryl Morey. Maybe it's not no uh, Ben Simmons for James Harden type of trade, but Buddy Heald's interesting campaign and the veteran buyout market still ongoing. This is a very important time for this Sixers season for Daryl Morey to thread the needle between Not going all in because some guys are hurt, including Embiid, who's going to be out for a while, but also not letting his team just sit there in limbo. So he joined the John Kincaid show earlier today and had a great talk about why he made the moves he did and what's next for the Sixers. We're going to play an excerpt from that interview for you now. So about eight minutes worth of what Daryl Morey has to say about where this team is at and where this team is going. And again, a wonderful interview. I hope you enjoy it. Daryl Morey on the John Kincaid Show from earlier today. 
I want to start out with everything that happens with this team, as you well know and we all know, falls under the umbrella of Joel Embiid's health. So kind of a two-part question. Do you have the idea of him coming back or the hope of him coming back? And then how do you handle this time off with him while he's recuperating? Yeah, it's the hope. But, you know, the hope is, you know, we feel that's the right plan to take. Uh, obviously, we added to the team in, uh, in uh, Buddy Heald um, campaign and, you know, hopefully a buyout here shortly that we'll be able to announce. Uh, so, yeah, we feel like that's the right path uh, with, with the additions, uh, we have as good a chance as anyone in the East. Dow, can you take us through a little bit of how you woke up on trade deadline day and how what plan you had in your head? Or, and I'm sure that you, you realize there's always going to be detours and off-ramps that you're going to have to maneuver. And how the day actually went. Yeah, so we had actually worked pretty hard to do some business early on Wednesday um, that just didn't come together so we actually started anew on thursday uh we did not think buddy was gonna move actually on thursday um but it was a good good thing it did uh once once we were able to lock in uh the buddy healed move then we looked for other moves that uh, could help us both either now or or into the future so yeah it was a little bit of a of a tense one because we went into went into Thursday with uh, really all the key things that we thought were going to be available sort of off the board. And then Indiana looped back on, uh, on the buddy uh, healed possibility. Daryl, the hope obviously is to keep head above water and then maybe even more so than that while Joel Embiid is sidelined. But you're also dealing with many more injuries, sickness. Sickness, obviously, they'll overcome. But the other, other injuries that you're dealing with, how how full of a team do you expect to have during this time that you need to kind of tread water without Joel Embiid? Yeah, another chance to be great tonight. Um, to your point, uh, we've had four of our five starters. You know, we had uh, our main five was was you know really right there with the best in the league at the start of the year with Joel playing. Um, you know, I think we're we're a bit of a mash unit through the All Star break. It's looking like, although there's a chance a couple of guys may come back in these last few games, uh, but we're hoping to hit the ground running after the All Star break with mostly everyone minus Joel, uh, and then Joel uh, at some point after that. Some point after that, Daryl. With- Best case scenario, like just play it out for us a little bit. We hear four to six weeks. I've said on this airwaves that I don't know if four to six means after four or six weeks, that's when he starts doing work or if that's when he gets reevaluated. Is there work being done now from the time he got operated on until that four to six week period with him as far as maybe basketball stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's there's work now. There's it's. It's a long, it's a, you know, rehab is tough. So, you know, everyone should appreciate Joel. He's just focused on doing everything he can to get well and uh, get back this season. We can't really put a timetable on it. Just, just to say that uh, we're, we're hopeful and we know Joel will do everything he needs to do to get back out there. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, he's very excited about uh, what Buddy Heald can bring and, campaign and and uh and hopefully we'll be able to announce a a buyout here in not too long as well 
President of Basketball Operations, Daryl Morey of your Philadelphia 76ers, joining us on your flagship station, 97.5 The Fanatic. Daryl, why is Nick Nurse the guy to navigate this organization right now through these choppy waters? Yeah, I mean, uh, fortunately for us, unfortunately, with all the players we have out, um, Nick, I would say, I'd be shocked if I'm wrong, has the most experience of any NBA head coach of dealing with guys in and out of lineups. Uh, You know, he, uh, as folks know, he's cut his teeth playing at every level of basketball where some nights, you, you know, you have a different three, four guys almost every night, whether that be in the G League or the British Basketball League or or uh, all the different places he's been. So uh, we're, we're pretty excited to see how Nick's going to get creative here to, to get us through. Obviously, it's been tough sledding lately, but uh, glad we got to win last night and hope to build on it tonight against a very tough Cavaliers team. Worst kept secret in the city, Daryl, about your uh, uh, hopefully signing a buyout person. Should that person be who we think it is? What are you looking for from? Well, you're you're allowed to talk about it. I just can't. Say right. It. <laughs> okay. So if if there is a certain guard, uh, Kyle Lowry coming to this team, uh, what does a, a guard, an older guard that might not have, you know, all the skills that they used to have, how is that beneficial to this team? Yeah, generally the you know the players who get bought out are a little bit farther along in their career. Um, you know, suffice to say, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't add someone we didn't think uh, had a lot left. We feel he's an absolute upgrade, and uh, you know the the reason often the reasons why players do leave. Some of them are just like those teams want to move on, but sometimes it's uh, they they have a trade, and there's no other way for them to do the trade except to move that salary. So it really isn't reflective on their their quality of play. Daryl, I know how hard you've worked to try to really get your finger on the pulse of this town and understanding this fan base and and the frustrations that this fan base has felt over the last, like, four decades. Is How do you balance out that, knowing what your consumers and and what your fan base wants, with what is best for the long-term plan, especially in a year that has been as rocky as this, with as many obstacles put in your path? You said uh, you said that in a nice way. That <laughs> uh, I was taught to I was taught uh, to do that, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, I think uh, you know the one the wonderful thing is Philly fans are so passionate, and you know when I walk around Center City, they all they all you know let me have it uh, in good ways and and fun ways. And uh, look, I I think. It's just by keeping an eye on the prize, you know, what is the right thing for the team? And I really have to not focus on, you know, past uh, past things that the fans got upset with. If it takes us away from doing the right thing, it's, it takes us away from building, you know, the best team possible to win the championship. Um, but I do, I do recognize it. I do, I do understand it. Um, when, uh, when, you know, the, the history with the Celtics, you know, all these kinds of things, I, I, I understand it, but I think the bigger mistake would be to, to, uh, not do the moves necessary that will help us win. Daryl, if you were one of those 76ers fans and you were looking at Daryl Morey, would you say that he's got a great job ahead of him because he has Embiid and Maxi and a lot of money to go forward? 
or, God, it's got to be frustrating because Embiid can't seem to stay healthy and you're just trying to pad things together until he does? Oh, it's for sure the former in that, you know, some a player as good as Joel, lots of, lots of front office folks go their whole career and not work with someone as great as Joel. Uh, I've had the good fortune of had some many great players, but uh, Joel, Joel for sure, when he's going well, is, uh, you know, the best one I've worked with. So, uh, you know, we even though things get tough, and especially during losing streaks, it's tough, uh, we're, we're blessed every day to have such a great player. Some very interesting stuff from Daryl Morey there. And, again, great interview by the guys on the John Kincaid show. <laughs> yeah, he talks about keeping his eyes on the prize, right? And he's very bullish on what this team could be. But as you notice from the way he talked about and the stuff he didn't talk about, the Joel Embiid injury, there's still some murkiness there. Work's being done. It sounds like he's going to come back, but we don't know exactly what he is. The tough thing for me, right, this is my main takeaway. Daryl Morey could very well be a billion percent right when everything's all said and done. These moves could look really good. I like Buddy Heald in a vacuum. I like Cameron Payne in a vacuum. If you look at this roster, just the names, the ability, you say this is a championship contending roster. And then you throw in, Joel Embiid's hurt, and we don't know when he'll be back, and we don't know the type of player he'll be when he comes back. Then on top of that, you throw in, you've been missing like three or four of your starting five for weeks now, and you're dropping in the standings, giving yourself a tougher playoff path. Like, there's more to it than just the roster is really quality when everyone's healthy. Because that's easy to say, right? You can look at the names and agree with Daryl Morey, and that's on him. He doesn't control what players get hurt and when and everything like that. The injury luck for the Sixers this year has been very, very poor. My only thing that I worry about is Maury's, like comments on the team are based on an ideal scenario. And there's, I'm not faulting him for that, right? That's how he has to live. He has to play for the when this team is healthy because that's all he can really evaluate. But I don't know that we'll ever get a chance to see that version of this year's Sixers team because of the injuries, the rust from the time missed from those injuries, and then where it puts you seating-wise. But we'll see. I hope he's right. Listen, you know I root for the 76ers night in and night out. I hope Daryl Morey is right. And once again, it seems like he has solid explanation for how he's handling stuff with the team. So if you want to listen to that interview in full, you can go back to our website, 975thefanatic.com, and you can listen to that in the podcast section full from the John Kincaid show this morning. It's a very interesting interview, even some of the stuff we didn't get to. Uh, Tip-off is coming your way at 7 p.m. Cleveland Cavaliers, welcome your Philadelphia 76ers up there to Ohio. And it'll be a game where one team is chasing a potential 10-game winning streak with a W. And that's not the Sixers, if you've kept up with what's been going lately. So it's going to be a tough task. Listen, if you want to win a championship, It's very difficult to do that in any sport. We found out just how difficult last night with the Super Bowl, but that wasn't the only competition going on yesterday. No, the NBA had a couple of games, and I know everyone was focused on the big game, but let's go around the NBA so I could tell you about what happened in the association while you were watching the Super Bowl. 97.5 The Fanatic.
BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. 97.5 The Fanatic. Around the NBA, 97.5 The Fanatic and 97.5 The Fanatic.com. There were only two games yesterday in the NBA. Like I said, the Super Bowl took center stage. And uh, shout out the 49ers fans. They're the real winners last night because they get to do what they like to do the best. Complain for the next however many months. But uh, yes, the Chiefs winning that one. And uh, let's start in Miami with the NBA action where the Celtics knocked off the Heat. 110-106 in an Eastern Conference Finals rematch. It was a good fight from the Heat, especially considering Jimmy Butler was out for the game. But Jason Tatum, Kristaps Porzingis, the Boston Celtics were too much. I mean, Drew Holiday had a nice couple of big shots in that one to help Boston take a tight victory. And the Celtics, they are still a very darn good basketball team. He wants help to come. It does. Tatum finds Pritchard Holiday. Will fire and hit again. The ball rotation. That team is just, they're really good. It pains me to say because I hate the Celtics, but they're going to be a tough out when we get to the NBA playoffs. Speaking of contending teams, the Thunder had another nice win. This one over the Sacramento Kings by the score of 127 to 113. The Thunder are tied for second in the Western Conference. That win last night is just another one in a string of what's been a really encouraging season from them. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander is unbelievable. He had 38 points, seven assists on the way to the victory for OKC last night. Keeps your run going. A run that is at 14 nothing, make it 16 nothing. SGA outside the key. He can score from all levels. He can get to the rack. I mean, that guy is a big-time player. There's a reason he's in the conversation for MVP in the NBA this year. SGA, that guy's a player. That's what happened around the NBA last night while you guys were all watching the Super Bowl. Well, I wanted to make sure you didn't miss any of the great action. Two games to make way for the NFL, but uh, now the association back in full force tonight, and the Sixers, part of that force, is they'll play the Cavaliers. Tip off again, 7 p.m. Don't go anywhere. All your action will be right here on the Fanatic. Now, before we toss things over to Matt Murphy, and then after that to Tom McGinnis for the call of tonight's game, let's give the keys to victory for the shorthanded Philadelphia 76ers against the Cavs tonight. 76ers All-Access Keys to Victory. 97.5 The Fanatic and 97.5thefanatic.com. Man, I wish I haven't, but I, I've gotten good at trying to find ways to talk a shorthanded Sixers team into finding a victory. I mean, I miss the days when it was simply give the ball to Joel Embiid would be all this segment was, but that's not reality right now. And Tobias Harris, Nico Batum, DeAnthony Melton, Robert Covington all join Embiid in the out category for tonight's contest. But offensively, the key to victory for the Philadelphia 76ers, well, it's going to be a tough one. The Cavs have the second-best defensive rating in the NBA, trailing only the Minnesota Timberwolves. But when you look into how they get there, 
They're not great at creating blocks. They're not great at creating steals. They're middle of the pack in those categories. So what's so good about them? Their rotations defensively are elite. They can defend any type of player, any type of time. They're just a well-built, well-coached, well-performing team. I'm not going to say to not make the extra pass, but here's what I will say. With a shorthanded roster available for tonight's game, Tyrese Maxey, Buddy Heald, those are the two guys that I say, if you get a millimeter of separation, you got an immediate green light. I just think you got to have a quick trigger. They rotate really, really well, the Cleveland Cavaliers do. So when you get one of those looks, it can't be hesitant. Don't be afraid to shoot it. This is kind of you're playing with house money if you're the Sixers tonight. And I want to see specifically Maxi and Heald to get the shot attempts up. We'll see if they get enough opportunity to make enough to keep the Sixers in the game. But that's what I'm looking for offensively. Defensively, I rarely look at it as a one team on one guy type thing. I guess that would be more from the perspective of teams that play against Joel Embiid when he's healthy. But I'm saying send everything you can at Spida Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is their star easily. And I know they have other guys that are scoring the basketball well. Karis LeVert, 14.7 points per game. Jared Allen, 15.5 points per game. Evan Mobley, 15.9 points per game. Darius Garland, 18.3 points per game. Uh, They got four other guys averaging over 14 points a game. So you might say, you can't just send everything at Donovan Mitchell. And normally I wouldn't. But rotations are so tough when you have guys that aren't used to playing with each other and aren't used to playing these types of minutes. The Sixers are in a tough spot. And I honestly think, just try and take away Donovan Mitchell tonight. Take him out of the game. However, I mean out of the game plan. I don't say injure the guy. Take him out of the game plan and make those other guys beat you. If Darius Garland beats you, whatever. If Mobley, Allen, Levert, if those guys go off and beat you, you kind of got to stomach that because of who you have available if you're the Sixers. But you know Mitchell's their guy. Do your best to take him away with your best couple of defenders. That's what I do defensively, and those are the keys to victory for tonight's contest. I mean, that was a quick one. We got a 7 o'clock tip, so a abbreviated version of Philadelphia 76ers All Access. Hope you enjoyed it. I know you're going to love what you hear from Matt Murphy coming up next and Tom McGinnis later, tip off at 7 p.m., All the action for tonight's matchup with the Cavaliers is right here on the home of the Philadelphia 76ers. That's all for me. Uh, So I'm Connor Thomas for Matt Menard, who's on the board doing a great job tonight. I want to say thank you for tuning in, and let's hope the Sixers can find a way to end that winning streak the Cavaliers are on. We'll talk to you next time right here on 97.5 The Fanatic.